What's going on, everyone? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of this Realm of Existence podcast. Our purpose is to encourage you to go after all of your goals and dreams and to live your best life in this realm of existence. My name is Sharon W. and I am your host. Now, this is a show all about positivity, joy, magic, and inspiration because, let's face it, we all need those things from time to time. So today I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with the beautiful Crystal D. And although I have only met her recently, I truly feel that she is one of my soul sisters. You know how you just meet someone and you vibe and click with them immediately? Well, that's really how I felt when I met this amazing young woman. I think the first time we spoke on the phone, it was like four or five hours, which is unheard of for me because I'm really not a phone person. So yeah. So Crystal, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for being here. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me, Sharon. Can you hear me okay? Thank you. Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Thank awesome, you. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And yeah, soul sisters, we are. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been asking my ancestors, send me my soul tribe. And, you know, then I met you. I'm like, okay, they're listening. Um, <laughs> so now we're both from Philly, Philly in the house. And of course, Philly's having their summer fest. Um, I think all, well, through September, I believe. Um, so next time you come up here to visit, we'll have to check that out. But Absolutely. we're both from Philly and we're both part of Earn Your Leisure or EYL for short. And today I want to have a conversation with you about spirituality and music because you and I talk about a lot of different topics. And um, I thought that would be a pretty good topic to talk about. Now, but before we get into that, let me just talk about EYL or Earn Your Leisure briefly for those that may not be familiar. So Earn Your Leisure highlights backstories of entrepreneurs. They break down business models and they examine the latest trends in finance and is headed by Troy Millings and Rashad Bilal. They also have an amazing show on YouTube every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Market Mondays featuring Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself. And on that show, they discuss all kinds of things from strategies to making money in the stock market under any circumstance to reading charts to kind of show what how a stock is going to perform, etc. Very informative show. Super dope, lots of information, so you should definitely check them out. And before I forget, they have an upcoming investment festival in Atlanta the weekend of August 5th to the 7th called Invest Fest. That's going to be amazing. Crystal and I will be there, and you need to be there too. So just go to www.investfest.com for more info. Now, Crystal, is there anything you wanted to add about EYL? I think you covered it, right? Um, if you don't know, definitely tap in. Um, it's that time. I mean, we are in a financial revolution, Absolutely. as um, as Rashad has quoted once before. Um, also, that that tagline was featured in his TED talk, and I think it's no time better than any to um, tap in about financial literacy. And it's it's um, it's very important to me to see uh, folks who look like me um, tapped in and 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 really willing to educate. Um, our communities on all that they discuss. So yes, um, you, you covered it. You covered it. We'll be in okay, ATL <laughs> real soon, real soon. Perfect. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's less than a month away. <laughs> so, so Crystal is also the host of a podcast called Sidebar Conversations with Crystal D, where she discusses hot topics in media, music, money, and more. So go ahead and check her out. And you can listen to her podcast if you go to her link tree. So it is link tree forward slash crystal D and let me spell that for you. It's linktree forward slash C-R-Y-S-T-L-E-D-E-E. -E -E. And of course I will um, have a link directly to her website on my website, thisrealmofexistence.com. 
in on the podcast tab for the notes under this podcast. So don't worry. And we'll also repeat it at the end of the show as well. Okay, so Crystal, just if you could tell the listeners a little more about yourself before we get into our conversation, just a little about your background and what led up to the journey that you're on, really, um, in starting your podcast. Absolutely. So I studied communications um, in college. I went to Indiana University of Pennsylvania. I'm from Philly, you know, um, simple girl from West Philadelphia, literally born and raised. (laughs) And (laughs) you know, and um, went to um, um, I say small school, the largest of the state schools in PA, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, and um, studied communications media. I did street team radio, had my first radio show there on a college station. Um, and for me, um, the dream at first was to like, you know, get picked up at Power 99 one day. And you know what I mean? Like this is working radio, right? And life just led me in a different path, to be honest. You know, um, I worked a little bit in PR and um, writing. Um, my, my passion has always been writing. And Sharon, you and I have actually like bonded on that. So exactly. I dibbled in some public relations um, as a writer for my internship. And then from there, from graduation, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't kick off for me in in that particular field. And I began to work and I do work in telecommunications industry. I'm still like somewhat, you know, in the mix. I work for a um, comms company, one of the third largest cable company in the country. Um, And I work in comms, right? I, I create comms um, as a coordinator um, for internal communications for my company. So I, I'm dabbling, right? And I, and I work right. in a media environment. Uh, but, but honestly, 2020 changed me. And it's like, the time is now to really work on the things that inspire you most. That, that, that was the message that I received in 2020. Um, I didn't lose my job or anything like that. You know, I was still safe, right? Quote unquote, safe as you, as, as you, as safe as you could be, right. Compared to some other folks who were unfortunate right, during right. That, that time. And, um, but something hit me like, yeah, you're good. You're still working and you're working from home and life's good. But there was just like this, this, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what it is, but something just kicked in like, but don't get complacent. You still have dreams, you still have aspirations, and you have goals outside of your day-to-day nine to five. And I have such, you know, you have talents that the world is waiting for. So um, I started to dibble dabble in podcasting. And now um, I do have cyborg conversations with Crystal D, inspired by a lot of what I learned from Earn Your Leisure and a mix of different conversations about a vast, uh, a vast um, difference of um, a vast amount of topics, if you will, um, that interest me because my heart has always been in radio, right? So just because I'm not working for a big company that has just given me a job, I think what I've decided is in the world that we in with the tools that we have accessible to us, why not now? Why can't I do it? And that's exactly what I'm doing with um, Sidebar Conversations. So you can check me on the link tree, Crystal D. E-E, that's C-R-Y-S-T-L-E-D-E-E, <laughs> um, for my YouTube channel, which is um, My Thoughts Could Be a Blog. Uh, my IG is My Thoughts Could Be a Blog. Um, also, um, the Sidebar Conversation Show, um, you can watch, uh, read my newsletter. The link is also there um, to go that goes over some of the topics that we discuss. Um, so check me out on the link tree, the YouTube there. YouTube is there, sorry. My socials are there and the actual newsletter for Sidebar Conversations. And yeah, that, that, that's me. 
That's awesome. You and I actually have similar backgrounds because I too went to um, one of the state schools in Pennsylvania, Westchester University, and I too studied communications <laughs> with mm-hmm. a minor in um, journalism. And I actually did my internship at Fox News in Philly. And mm-hmm. then I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Cherry Hill in New Jersey um, and got my broadcasting certification. And I did like a few radio commercials um, that I still have the reels for, but this is kind of giving away my age. They're still on like beta and VHS, some of them. Um, so I haven't had them converted, but yeah. So I think we both started off uh, similarly. And, you know, like you mentioned, life happens and I kind of went in a different direction. I was a teacher and worked in some other industries and I decided to go to law school. And while I like some aspects of being a lawyer, it's not really my passion, writing and all things creative really is. And even as I've told you before, you really were one of the people that inspired me to start this realm of existence blog and podcast, because I really do love the conversations that and topics that you engage in on your own podcast. And uh, you kind of got me all hyped up and, you know, telling me I could do it. And yeah, I just want to thank you for that. That's why I said I really do think you're one of my soul sisters. And we were I don't believe in coincidences. And I really believe we were meant to meet. Awesome. That's a beautiful, so, beautiful story. Thank you. Thank you. So now you and I talked a lot about a lot of different topics, especially investing, of course, because we're both part of EYL. But today, of course, I want to talk about spirituality and music. We talk about Mm. spirituality, the journey of discovery and, you know, all of that. And during one of our conversations, you asked me about Beyonce. (laughs) And I knew (laughs) it was just from our conversation. I knew you asked me, it was beyond just her music. You weren't just asking me like, oh, do you like her music? Which, of course, I do. I love her. But behind all day, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was like in our conversation, we really got into the depths of how Beyonce uses her huge platform. I mean, huge as a way of introducing spirituality, especially in her song Black Parade. And mm. she uses this platform to discuss, you know, topics that many to this day deem as taboo or they think is evil, like uh, voodoo, hoodoo, crystals, etc. So. Beyonce's been around for a while, so I wanted to ask you, why do you think that she decided to start creating music more recently, highlighting spirituality in, in recent years? Oh, that's a good question. I, um, I hope one day I can interview Beyonce to ask her that one-on-one. Oh, that would be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, because that's a really great question. I'm only speculating, right? Um, but so I believe that we have, we, well, we have moved from the time of the knowing, right? And that, now we're like, consumed with knowledge everywhere right Mm -hmm. and I feel like at one point we were just in the space where we didn't know a lot and now we move into the technology age um, where we've learned so much access to information is there and if my instinct is 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 on point it is with all the knowledge that we know and if I have a belief system that's connected to that knowledge right and I want to be true to who I am right Mm-hmm. and true to my people, right? Exactly. Why would I not use my platform to communicate this stuff? So, um, and I'm, I'm not going to go too deep because I'm going to let you ask some more questions, but like, like f- for me, right? I've done my own research on um, um, African, you know, West African spirituality, different practices, you know what I'm saying? Like um, you watch movies like, like, like Love Jones, a lot of folks don't even realize like they tapped into some of the same stuff that, Beyonce was talking about in the poem on in Love Jones, Brother to the Night, right? Um, yes, if I you really that. follow yep. that poem, I mean, they're talking about 
Yorisha stuff, you know, in, in that poem, you know what I mean? Talking about Yimmy Ya and all that, right? So um, Beyonce isn't talking about anything new. I do feel like the educated and the tapped in, when they find out, they spread the knowledge. And because we, and I just mentioned one, but you, we can name a whole bunch where folks who get tapped into this information, they're sharing it because it's there's truth in it. And it is the lost story that we have been searching for as, you know, African melanated people that are in this country, like, like how many of us have went out there and felt like we're missing a piece of the story. So I feel like when folks get tapped in and they get the story, it's like, oh, well, let me teach y'all and let me put it into the the mediums that I'm tapped into. And I just feel like if I'm to answer, if I'm to answer that question for Beyonce, it's like, it, it has to be that. How can I not share this information um, to my people when I have this platform? Exactly. And, and I'm glad that you actually mentioned too Love Jones, because I think a lot of people, myself included, when I first watched Love Jones, when it came out over 20 years ago, I, I that whole Yimiya Oshun Nets went right over my head because I went over the head, right? Went over yes. the head. <laughs> you know, because I wasn't, I really didn't bring in my spiritual journey really until about five, six years ago. And of course, now watching it again, which I've watched that movie so many times now, I'm like, oh, wow, look at, look at Darius. I think, what was his last name? Love or Darius Love Water. Was. Don't Darius mess up my Jones hubby name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen to him all tapped in, all shucks. But yeah, when I first watched the movie all those years ago, I had no idea. So I love how Beyonce now with the newer generation, of course, because, you know, different generation than when Love Jones came out. But um, mm-hmm. when I love how she talks about the Orisha specifically, she talks about Oshun and Yemiya, mm-hmm. the Ankh charm on gold chain with the mm-hmm. Ankh, of course, being considered the first original cross representing mm-hmm. eternal life. And so it's like she just has so many dope lines in that song. So one of my favorite lines is when she says, growing, growing like a bob-bob tree. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> admittedly, when she first said that, I'm like, well, what the heck is that? So, of mm-hmm. course, I looked it up. I did my research. And let me tell you, oh, my goodness, I cannot wait to see these trees in person. I, I am putting it into the universe. I'm speaking it into the, to existence. I'm going to see it. They are the, These trees are mainly in Africa, and they're known as the tree of life. Mm-hmm. They store water in their trunks. And, oh, my goodness, the pictures that I've seen, listen. I can only imagine what they'll be like to see in person, which again, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. let me ask you, what's one of your favorite lines from Black Parade and why? Man, there's so many. I, I will be sitting here forever, but I'm just going <laughs> to tap into like the easiest one that comes to my, you know, it, it rolls off my tongue so easily. It starts with, I charge my crystals in a full moon. A lot of folks can relate to that one um, as a person who has their own crystals, their own altar, you know, where we're working through learning more about um, the magic that, you know, that's in energy and, and its connection to the crystals that we can bless. But I charge my crystals on a full moon. You can send those missiles. I'm going to send my boom. Baby sister repping in me. I, I like that because I don't necessarily hear violence in that song. And some folks who don't understand what's being discussed here might think violence when you hear some of the language and even the aggressiveness of her tone and the instrumentation. But what I get from that is it's not about a violent act of war, right? Even though right. we are in a spiritual warfare, this is a conversation about how my spirituality protects me from what the weapons that come against us, right? And I love that she's connecting in the dots with charging her crystals, 
tapping into spirituality, whatever your practice is, you can send those missiles. I'm going to send my goons. You know what I mean? Like we're repping your eye. That's yes, just saying yes, my spirit has me covered. You know what I mean? I love it. I love that line. And you know what? I'm, I'm so glad you brought up crystals. I have so many crystals. Actually, I mean, considering some of the other collections that I've seen that people have, my collection is rather small, but I love crystals. So I'm glad you brought that up. And you know what? Speaking of crystals, I have seen so many YouTube videos where people you know, are dissecting the song, you know, pretty much similar to what, to how we are right now, but they use it to say that, oh, Beyonce's demonic, she's evil, especially charging crystals in the full moon. Listen, humans have been using crystals mm. for various healing and ritual purpose for centuries, mm. you know, and they've turned the crystals to address all kinds of needs. And a lot mm -hmm. of people, I think they deem certain things as evil that they just don't understand. I mean, in mm. fact, some of our ancestors, may have used crystals, and I say may have because, you know, not all of them, but some of them may have. You know, they have, they sought spirit doctors, shamans, they had special ceremonies dealing with herbs and crystals, you know, and it's like, wh why do you think, and I think you touched on it a little too about people just not understanding, but why do you think that so many people deem such things as evil? Like, to me, it uh. just seems, it just seems that people are so ingrained with other doctrines that mm. anything outside of what they were taught sounds evil. And you know what? And, and this isn't to just put the blame on like all these other people. Cause I grew up Christian. I grew up in the Baptist church. I was in the choir, but then, like I said, about five, six years ago, I just started kind of thinking about different things and opening my eyes. And a lot of things that they said were evil. I'm like, they're really not evil. So, so what, why do you think that so many people think that? Well, man, <laughs> It's loaded, lot, loaded question, loaded question. I um, know, I know. <laughs> the, the short answer is, um, I'll say this: everyone needs to educate themselves about the truth of what happened to African spirituality, African practices prior to slavery, prior to even colonization in Africa. To even really like that, that that that's a start. You have to start there, right? Now, right. when you understand what happens in that transition. And this isn't mean, this is, I'm not even going to take the, the viewpoint of saying that one group is bad over another, right? I'm not even going to go there right now, right? But when you, when you, when you think about what happens when there's a decision of, of, of what the world order is going to be, right? Um, and I don't, I'm not talking about no fantasy sci-fi stuff. When there's a decision of the elite power, a decision gets made about, or a decision was made, and in, in, in the case of the early stages of, um, America, right? Um, what the religion practices were going to be, you know what I mean? Like, like who was going to have power, um, et cetera, et cetera. We could talk about race. We could talk about gender. Like there's, that's a little question, right? Um, but when you are implementing a way, a, a way of life in that sense, when you think about politics and power and and what is the the main belief system? And actually, this goes back before America, birth, the birth of America. But, you know, I told you, it's loaded. When you think about what happens in that process, that's the answer to your question, right? right. I truly believe that um, in the transfer of power, decisions were made about what the belief systems would be. So what you have to do to make sure that your belief system is the one that carries on, because we've transferred power, you have to change and you have to dis disregard other belief systems. You even sometimes have to take some of it, rip it up, change it up a bit, maybe get rid of some things, maybe make something not seem as good because I need you to not believe there because we're believing here, right? So, um, and forgive me in layman's terms, you know, if I'm speaking too gen general, right? But um, 
that has to happen. And I think what folks should understand and really recognize is it's not that there is necessarily like a false reality. It's just your reality has been given to you um, to believe in something. And, co- and you were also on top of that train to not believe in another thing. And how do you, when you have books and symbols, how do you train people? Well, you then say that this is bad. If I can't delete it all, if I can't delete all the knowledge and the folks who believe in it and talk about it, I now have to brainwash you or, or advertise to meet my agenda. So now we're going to put information out there that this is now deemed bad. You're talking about centuries of that type of stuff happening. Now you see Beyonce talking about charging her crystals on the full moon. The whole world's like, what in the heck is going on? Well, it's because the narrative (laughs) was switched to say, this is spirituality and this is not. And when the reality of it is, you do your homework, you'll learn that it's all really connected, to be honest. Um, And a lot of the changing of what's right and what's wrong was just in order to get us all to fall in line into a different belief system so that we can fit into this society. So um, that's my long-winded answer. Hopefully I answered your question. No, you absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely did. No, thank you. That was actually an awesome answer. And I'm, I'm, one of the things that you brought up, I'm glad you said it was agenda. Um, and mm. this really goes back to a long time. I mean, centuries, like you said, this isn't something that just started. It's like to push a specific agenda they want to tell you and ingrain in your mind, this is bad, this is this is right, this is evil, this is good. And then, you know, after centuries of doing that, a lot of people believe that, you know. You just believe you, it. Yeah. Exactly. But and I wanted to keep my to response. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just want to say I want to keep my response as neutral as, po- as possible, right, to really answer that. And that's why I say, like, I'm not even here to really, we can talk deep about that and really deem negativity on this. Like, if we're just talking very general surface level to educate folks, like, if I have a new agenda, I have to teach my agenda, and then the other stuff has to fall to the waistline. You know what I mean? You have to forget that, because it's not going to coincide. And that's so important for us to understand. And you know what I really love, too? I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, um, what is it called? They Live with Roddy Piper. I think he since passed away. I think away. you told me to watch that, right? You have to watch that movie. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to watch it. I think Roddy Piper has since um, passed away. Rest his soul. Mm-hmm. But that movie is amazing in that it's so he's like this wanderer going about life, you know, and he discovers this pair of sunglasses. And when he puts these sunglasses on, it shows him the world as it truly is. So mm-hmm. he's walking like through Los Angeles, and then he notices that the media and government and like billboards are comprised with these subliminal messages. So Uh you can see a billboard where it's just advertising certain foods. He'll put the glasses on and it says GMO, fake food. Uh And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, and and like I said, Uh this movie came out in 88. I think I just discovered this movie maybe in the past two years. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. You have to watch it. And so there are some movies that try to tell us things. Oh yeah. And, and put it out oh, there yeah. and oh, yeah. um and you know what else too going back to Beyonce really fast one of the things that's a hot topic today that's been a hot topic for years actually is reparations mm. so in Black Parade mm. she has a line that says need peace and reparations for my people for my people for my Listen, people for, for my people people the culture right 
And I mean, the peace part for me, yes, we need peace as we have been a catalyst for racism and ill will, ill intentions for Lord knows how long. But what do you think of reparations? Like, do you think that, number one, it's needed? And do you think it's something we could actually receive in this lifetime? (laughs) I mean, just based on history? I do. I think. Um, I mean, I'm not a constituent for any particular political <laughs> like um, movement right now. So I'm sure there's way more that goes into it than I can even speak to. But if I'm to think about it, I do believe it's possible from my own ignorant standpoint, if you will. <laughs> I believe <laughs> it's, it's possible. I believe it's happening. If I, if I can be honest, um, I talk to you a lot about this, that I, I feel down, that I get downloads. And when you ask me that question, yeah, like there's just some things that you just know that your spirit knows. And um, I truly believe that the transition of power that we're currently experiencing, um, the 2020 shift that happened, um, reasons, I don't know, the reasons why, I don't know. But I do believe we're in a shift, um, a change of power and reparations is not going to come, in my personal opinion, as a check for all melanated people. But I think what reparations is going to look like for us is a slow process of a transfer of power. And and honestly, it's going to become more of an unfair payback, you know, with advantages for melanated people. Um, And it's not happening right this second. It's just a slow turning change, right, that I personally see in a lot of our systems. And if you if you don't have those glasses on that you described, you don't see everything. But when you have the glasses on, I think you can A, see what's the fake food, but you can also see what's the, um, what's the, what are the obscure things that are slowly happening to, um, free, to free, to free our people. And I think that's important for our people to kind of understand. It's not going to, we're not going to wake up one day and it's all going to be over and better. Exactly. It's going to be a slow process of change. Some folks don't agree with me, but I see it happening in different areas. And you have to sometimes do one thing that might not make sense for something else to make sense. And that's the way changing like an entire world order is going to work. Yeah, you get what I mean? That's a feat. That's an entire task by itself. So anyway, I, I feel like it's necessary. I just don't see it happening in like a check. Like everybody's going to get 0.2 percent of the, the rep- right. I, I don't see I don't think that's realistic I think we're going to end up seeing a transfer of power and honestly an overabundance of opportunity for melanated people because of what we went through gotcha gotcha no I, I completely understand what you're saying and I agree I don't think it's going to be a check either because I really don't see how that would be feasible mm-hmm. at all so you know yeah. I completely understand what you're saying and um I just want to go back just briefly when you mentioned with the agendas and as I said mentioning the movie they live so just going back to Beyonce really fast one of the lines in her song where she says 400 Billy Mansa Musa, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know who he is. And I feel like they, it's put out there who these richest people in the world are. And that's what people choose to believe. But mm. listen, she is giving major history lessons there because many people major. don't even know who he is. Major. Don't even know that he is considered to this day mm-hmm. the richest man of all time. Now, yes. I did some research because, you know, I do my research now. Yes, he was born around 1280 and he died around 1337. And most of his riches came from mining um, significant salt and gold deposits in the Mali kingdom. And mm-hmm. I really just love how she pulls all these facts together. And he's to this day still considered, but 
agenda, putting it out there. People want to believe, oh, well, Mark Zuckerberg or, or what's the other one? Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. Their money is, listen, if I had their money, I would not be complaining. <laughs> but it's he's still the considered the richest man in of all time. And I just love how she gives these major, major history lessons. Oh, yeah. So oh, I, I can add to that. Can oh, I can right. I add to that? Like, yes, no, that's I'm so glad you brought that up because Mood Forever, uh, which was on the the Gift album, the Lion King one, the Gift, Mood yes. Forever, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Black Parade, don't get me wrong, amazing. Mood Forever, I remember being like a, a, a being a drop, like, and I was talking to another friend of mine who loves Beyonce, and I was just like, no, this is the one. And this person's very, her 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 voice was like, nah, I think that song just continues to proliferate messages for capitalism and I'm not with all capitalism and I remember pausing and I had to really think that one through and I'm like because I think even Jay mentions Mansa Musa or he mentioned somebody else some powerful person it might have been Mansa Musa or somebody else um of wealth right that the whole right. song was about we're kings and queens and we were wealthy right and this person saw oh it's just like capitalism in this in this whole song and I'm like no it's a history lesson that we come from something. Exactly. And for me, my spirit connects to that. It's they're telling us we our story did not start with slavery. And whether you agree with capitalism or not, we have to understand that prior to slavery, we had dynasties, right? We carried wealth. We ran kingdoms, men and women. And until we understand the power that we once held, we cannot free ourselves from the mental slavery, the mental prisons that we are in. And that's why I love Move Forever. And I love what you just said about um, her, her quoting, you know, I mentioned that man, um, Mansa Musa, because it's so important for us to know the history before slavery. Absolutely. And then this, unfortunately, the way the agenda is set up, they want you to believe they teach you that it starts from slavery and they don't want to go beyond. They don't want to go no further. I saw I'm going to say this right quick because I know we're tight for time, but I saw a a, a post go around, you know, viral post couple of these black women of like, Beyonce is not your friend. Why do y'all? And I don't know what they be trying to do. Like, why y'all? So my goodness. (laughs) And and I, I watch this stuff and I'm just so confused. First of all, I know for me. I don't need Beyonce to be my friend, but I'll tell the story. I had a, a girl ask me, who would you choose to sit down with Beyonce or um, um, Michelle Obama? And I remember, and I shared this with you. I remember saying like, well, Beyonce. And the person was like, why wouldn't you pick, what, what's wrong with you? Oh gosh, you be high people. And I'm just like, I like Michelle Obama. She's, she, did, she did an amazing thing. But for me, someone who cares about my ancient African history and breaking free of the mental chains that I'm in, Michelle Obama represents a symbol of someone who definitely broke some chains. Beyonce is teaching me and schooling me about information that I'm seeking myself. And that's why I show respect for her. That's why I appreciate her. And that's why she's relevant in the music industry today. I don't know what these other people be talking about. <laughs> I just had, I, listen, I had to spit that right quick. No, no, I understand. Listen, I we, that's why, like I said, you're my soul sister. But listen, <laughs> it looks like we are running out of time. Okay. Um, I think we have less than a minute and I definitely don't want this to shut off. But I don't want this conversation to end. This was so amazing. But Crystal, again, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure speaking to you as it always is. And I cannot wait to hang out with you at InvestFest. InvestFest, super excited. To We're going to chat soon. Thank Absolutely. You. But guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of this realm of existence podcast all of crystal's information will be posted 
um, on the website under the podcast tabs. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, remember that you are a magical being who can achieve whatever you set out to achieve. So go live your best life in this realm of existence. And as always, I wish you peace, joy, love, and prosperity. Bye, guys.